understand that happiness is a choice. And I think success is a choice. And like your state of being is a choice. You get to decide every day. And when we put that control in someone else's hands, like I have a, I'm having a horrible day because this happened. Well, I mean, how much can you control? Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. So today we're talking about the power of affirmations. This is a topic that Dorothy and I really enjoy because it's pretty much how we live. So we've got lots to tell you about in that regard. We have a couple things that we're going to start off with. And I thought I would share one of the books that I'm reading right now. It's called The Thank You Power. <laughs> and the thank you power, of course, talks about giving thanks through, like, throughout your day and how it make it can make changes to how you see things, I suppose. So she goes through, the author goes through a series of different stories, I suppose, throughout the book of people's lives and how the power of, of thank you has changed their life and brought more positivity into their life. So one of the stories was of a girl who, or a woman who lived in New York City. And she was always in a rush getting to work in the morning and never really happy. Like not, she would wake up and and just kind of drag herself to the subway station and get on the subway station and just um, wasn't really in a good mood in the morning, wasn't happy, didn't particularly enjoy her job. But then after using the, the power of thank you, she started noticing different things in, in, on her walk to work, for example, that, that made her happy. So that was one of the things that they talked about in the book is no matter where you are, no matter where you're walking, you pick out certain things that you're thankful for. And it's not just like, you know, the, 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 I guess, typical or normal ones, I suppose. I don't know if that's the right way to describe it, but a lot of times we just go, we, we just repeat the same ones over and over and over and over again, which is, which is fine, you know, and top ones are like shelter, food, home, family, which is fine. Like we should be grateful for those things, but she talks about picking out the small things. So this one lady in the book, uh, one of the things that she picked out on her on her daily commute was in the subway. There was this man who was always there playing his music, and she had never even noticed this man before. But as she started thanking and being grateful for this man being there playing his music in the morning, because she said he was really good and she enjoyed his music, he was there every day, and she just couldn't believe that how that opened up opened up her eyes to seeing all these beautiful things that were around her that she had never seen before because she was in that kind of tunnel of of misery or ungratefulness and um yeah i just thought that that was so true if if you look around and point out all the things that 
you're grateful for throughout your day, the more positive things are going to be attracted to you. And there was tons of examples in the book, different like case studies, different, different stories. Like for example, how she describes how when you give out thank yous, then positivity comes back to you and gratefulness comes back to you. And she said it can be simple as she did, she did a case study with waitresses and one of the things that they, that they worked on was one of the, the groups didn't write anything on the check. They just gave the check to, to the customers and the customers paid. And then the other example, or the other group in the case study wrote thank you on the check and gave it to their, gave it to their customers. And those customers tipped higher than the ones that didn't get a thank you on their check. And then the third group in the case study didn't just write thank you, but they wrote like a personalized little message on like just small personalized little message on, on their check. And they even tipped higher. So just like those little things throughout the day of saying thank you to others, being grateful for others, that power will uh, of saying thank you and that gratefulness will come back. It's like circle <laughs> comes back to you. I think there's a higher vibration in those words. Like mm. They they mean more and there's more energy around them. So I think people would be more willing to give. For example, like when it comes to tipping or to, to be more grateful themselves for the service when you have those, you're surrounded by those types of words in general. And it changes the whole outlook on your day. I shared my book, The, um, the Secret, I don't know, in a few shows past, quite a few shows past that, that I was reading. And one of the, 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 what do you say, the authors or the people being studied in that interviewed. book? Interviewed. Interviewed. One of the men being interviewed in that book said, as soon as I open my eyes, as soon as my feet touch the floor, I'm saying thank you, like when he wakes up in the morning. And um, it just became so routine to him. Like as soon as he touches the floor, he starts thanking for everything, being thankful for everything that he has. And he says it just is in his routine. He doesn't even, like, of course he's thinking about the power of thank you, but as he's doing it, but he doesn't have to think about doing the routine anymore. Yeah. It just like sits, like he's so much happier in the morning, sets his day up for success. Yeah, I think I was reading the happiness or something about joy. What's that book? That I'm reading. The book of joy. The book of joy. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called the book of joy. <laughs> and uh, the Dalai Lama talks about doing that himself, and he said that those of us, like all of us that are human beings, he said the first thing that we couldn't do is can do is start off our day with gratitude, and that will change our whole day. And that's what he does. And I was like, well, I think we could all be a little bit more like him. Mm-hmm. So that's a great way to, to get things going in your day. Yeah, and I just think how much energy, well, it, it seems to me that it takes so much more energy out of me to be like mad or sad or like all those negative negative emotions or ungrateful or that than it does to be happy. You know, like when you're frustrated, when you're angry, when you're, it's like this vibration in your, in your body, it just takes, depletes you of all energy. But when you focus on the positive things and in, in, are grateful, it lifts you up. It makes you happier. That's right. And that's why we want to talk about this topic because there's so many positives to it. Before we get into that, I wanted to talk, just mention to you guys briefly that we went to our first Dodger game last night. Well, our first playoff game. That's what I meant. First playoff game. We've never been to a playoff game before. <laughs> and it was so cool. I'll let you talk because I talked for a long time already. Oh, well, <laughs> I just wanted to share some a few pictures, but... Yeah, we we thought it was we thought it was a blast, or we had a blast. There was so much going on there, and it's a different type of atmosphere when it's playoff time comes and it's elimination time. So usually we go during the summertime 
and it's not. There's so many games in a season. It's it does. It's not always as exciting, or the games don't always mean that much. But these games, they do. Every game means a lot. So it was super exciting. So I just want to pull over a couple pictures here. And Dodgers won six to zero. <laughs> it was so much fun. They were giving away um, these little towels, and it says "Let's go Dodgers" on these towels. Maybe Drew has a picture of one. I'm not sure, but you use them in the air, like in. What's this motion called? Waving? Waving. You wave them in the air <laughs> like this. And the whole stadium is doing that. It's crazy to look around and just see blue. Like, to see a blue. It's crazy. A sea of blue. And they're so good at getting people involved and pumped and, and cheering. And there's so much going on. We sing, right? There's there's all these, like, there's songs to sing. There's mm-hmm. claps, like, different cheers and claps. Let's and- go, Dodgers. <laughs> That's one of them. There's so, our little towels. Those, there's the towels, and that was when we first got there. We we didn't know we were getting getting something free, and sometimes it's cool. And they're like, "Hey, we got this little surprise for you." So they give us these towels, and we walked in, and we're like, "Oh, awesome!" So of course we had to snap a picture right away. But it was yeah, it was a beautiful day, and we were uh, super grateful. Speaking of the power of thank you, mm-hmm. grateful, just to have the opportunity to be here at this time of year. And enjoy enjoy the, the atmosphere because it was amazing. It was very cool. Yeah, the sun was shining. And everyone was excited. It was like the first real playoff game of the season. So, anyways, we wanted to share with that with you because we had a great time. Dodgers fans are intense. <laughs> Aren't they? Yeah, they're serious about it. They're, they're well, serious about Dodger life. <laughs> oh, and I just wanted to mention that I have some books, too. Oh, you had to get in on the book action. I wanted to show you my books. You had to show one. I, I'm not going <laughs> to... I just finished... I'm still working on in between the... Joy. The, the book, book of Joy. Book of Joy. Still working on that. And then I finished another one. And I'm going to start another one. A new one. But I haven't decided which one. I've read... Um, what's this one? The Poelo Coelho. Does anyone know that one? He did... Alchemist. The Alchemist. Yeah, super famous for The Alchemist. And so this is... I'm thinking about picking that up. And then these are more like business types of books, like how Starbucks got to be this giant, whoever they are, whatever they are. Giant. Giant. (laughs) (laughs) Giant in the industry and how they started. And this is what you can learn about business from sports leaders. Ooh, that's a cool one. You know what's interesting is... Drew can read from many books at the same time. Like, one of the books that he enjoys reading from is... What's the orange one? Tools of the Titans. The Tools of the Titans. And he'll read just, like, a couple of pages a day or a few pages a day in that one. Then he'll switch to another book. Then another book in the afternoon. Then at nighttime, another book. <laughs> like, you can read multiple books at a time. And I'm getting a little better at it, but for me... I'm more structured, I suppose. Like, you're just kind of looser and all over the place. <laughs> in a good way, not in, like, a messy, like, destructive way. But I'm uh, I'm more structured, and I like to read from finish, like, from start to finish one book, and then start another one. Another one. So it was, it was, I am reading two books right now at the same time. But it is more difficult for me to, to be that loose. <laughs> Well, for me, it's I've realized that I, I'm not really, I'm not, it's not really a good idea for me to read business books in the evening. Yes, <laughs> so true. It makes my mind go crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. So business books, like not really a uh, evening thing. And then Tools of the Titans, Dorothy gave me that as a birthday present, and because I got it from the library and I couldn't put it down, I was all inspired. And it's basically the world's top leaders, like the best experts in finance, health, and I should know. 
But, you know, we um, don't usually entertainment. We don't usually buy many books. We 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 really enjoy the library, and we really believe in like passing. Like books should be passed on, right? Um, and Drew has bookcases of books that could be passed on. <laughs> but it, but anyway, rid of. But with the tools of the Titans book, Drew was so into it. Like he got it from the library, and usually we just renew books because. When we go to the library, we get we're those people that get like a stack of books this high, <laughs> can't even carry it home. <laughs> but uh, Drew got the tools of the Titans here, wasn't it? Anyway, it's not important. Mm-hmm. He got the he got the tools of the Titans. He couldn't put it down, and then he's like, "I'm gonna renew this book." And he went to renew it, and it wasn't able to renew because somebody else wanted it, and he was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy books when they're taken like, away from me. I'm sad. So that's when I knew that, like, he needed that to have that book. And there's a few books like that, that, you know, it's nice to have your own copy to have on hand at at all times. And that's what we want to talk, kind of talk about. This is related to the power of affirmations. Like for me, the the tools of the Titans is, it's important to me because it's, there's tons of good information in there, but they're the, the world's top people in their industry. And I feel like we can all learn, like I could learn something from every one, one of them. So every time, every morning I'll read a couple pages from some genius who's been ultra successful. And I was like, well, if they've found success in their industry, they could help me find success in, in our industry as well. So that's why I start off. I feel like I get to start the day with like tapping into like a genius's mind. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why I start the day with that. All right. So when we talk about the power of affirmations, for us, affirmations are, are important because what goes on in our mind continually is how we is like what we repeat throughout the day. So Dorothy's pretty good at the at putting these affirmations all over the place. Yes. For example, Lindsay and I, <laughs> Lindsay and I just donated to. Uh, it's kind of interesting, but it's like a lot. It's 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 like a lottery, but you're donating to. Uh, it's a crisis 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 pregnancy center. So we we wanted to support and make a donation to, to this to this what do you call organization. it organization. But then you get like your donation is split and you get put into this lottery. So you get a number like a ticket, and uh, I'm like, we're gonna win that. <laughs> We're so winning that. So I took our lottery, like I call it a lottery ticket, but it's not really a lottery ticket. But I took our number and I put it on a piece of paper and I posted around the the house with the winning ticket number is. (laughs) (laughs) But just putting those like positive things out into the, out, 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 instead of being, I never win anything. (laughs) Because if you say I never win anything, chances are you're not going to, right? Yeah. And that's something that, like that's a mindset. The things that I like, I never win anything. And you, we, we like we hear that when we give away our own prizes. So we don't want to put anyone down. But because sometimes people don't win any like win actual prizes. But there's a lot of things in life that we do win. So if we talk about affirmations and changing our mindset, like we there's a lot of different things that we actually do win in our day and in our lives. So if we could see like Dorothy's talking about her book, the Thank You Power, you just start to. Pay attention to or start to realize things that you do win or things that you are thankful for or grateful for if you have that mindset. But if you don't have that mindset, it's pretty challenging to see the things that you're actually receiving. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how you, when you start putting out there certain affirmations and then you start to see things in a different way, 
for example, um, one of ours is that we that we put out there is that like because a lot of us have so much like uh, emotion towards money and lack of money. So one of the ones that drew one affirmation that that we put up daily is that money is everywhere. There's not a lack of it. Like it's it's everywhere. And then so on our walk to the library, on our walk to the grocery store, to the beach or wherever, we keep seeing these pennies or these dimes or these quarters. Like every time we're walking, mm-hmm. we see money everywhere because that is what we are putting out there. You know, it's so interesting to me how how you start to see things you wouldn't normally see because before we probably would have just walked pot by a penny, right? That's right. So you mentioned the like the pennies, like, and I think that we you bring by using affirmations, you bring that whatever you're maybe looking for, maybe you want to achieve or obtain, you, you bring that to your consciousness. You bring it to your conscious level. So we talked about being things to be thankful for. Well, if you're thankful and grateful, it makes your life that much more positive. It makes that much better. So when there's a, a lack of abundance, we think like, well, I don't have enough and money's a big one. And unfortunately, we live in a world where our credit cards are maxed out and we have clothes in the closet that have tags on them. And we feel like we need to keep buying and buying when we don't need things. So we live in that, in a, a lack world. So when we say we, when we say like affirmation, like money is everywhere and you're walking around, you see like pennies on the ground. It's, it's funny. I mean, it's not like, it's not going to change your, the penny's not going to change your life, but the mindset is going to change your life because we literally get excited when we're like, Oh, we manifested this little penny. Ooh. And, uh, <laughs> and like, so, like some people might think that's ridiculous, but those things change your life. And, and I'm sorry. I, I just have this little story to tell them. I want oh. to tell before I forget. Do you okay. want to finish first? Are uh, you already stopped? Me. <laughs> Go ahead. Get uh, in there. So when this one time we were walking in the parking lot, or it wasn't the parking lot, it was um, it was parking right along the beach. So like there's parking, like the beach, the beach is here, and there's parking all the way up the street. So and and we're walking up the up the hill, like from the beach, and there was literally like thirty pennies on the ground, like in one spot, like just like they it was raining pennies, <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And I bend down and I start picking up all these pennies, and then I start about how those pennies got on the ground and I and because it was in a parking spot I I had to assume I don't know if this is what happened but that somebody just didn't want the pennies in their car so they just like threw the pennies on the ground because literally it was like just like it rained pennies the pennies were everywhere and there I am picking them all up like woo get my pennies and I'm putting them in my pocket but it almost made me sad that somebody just Threw the pennies on the ground because then, like, what is that saying about that relationship, right? With money. With money. And yeah. there's a good chance, like, you, I'd be very surprised if you saw someone that was like wealthy in the money respect, that like someone who had a lot of money in the bank. I'd be very surprised if they, that type of individual would just throw pennies on the ground. Right. You know what I mean? Like they, those, that type of person, like someone that might have a lot of money financially, like they usually have a, a better connection with money and understand how it works. So they're not going to be like, oh, don't like throw a bunch of coins on the ground and be like, well, they're looking for a quarter. Like, well, that's not going to get me anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? So, so if you have better, a better relationship with finances, if that's what you're looking for, we're going to be talking about other ways to find abundance in your life. But if you, if you have that disconnection with money and you're literally throwing it on the ground, I don't believe that it's going to come to you as easily because you're kind of just stopping the natural 
energy flow by being like, but I don't want that anymore. I'm actually, you're actually stopping it from coming to you. I just had this picture in my mind of I'm like squatted down in the parking lot. I'm picking up all these pennies. Chantel <laughs> <laughs> uh, says money is everywhere. I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, put that up, Shanta. <laughs> so something else like some, something else like putting affirmations around the house so they're continually reminded. And I guess it's a it's a good time to mention too, like the spot where you put affirmations. Like this is Drew's desk that we're at, so right on the wall by his desk, he has all of his affirmations up here. And for me, I spend a lot of time in the kitchen, so my affirmations are on the fridge and in front of the stove and. In the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> so putting putting affirmations where that you are a lot of the day or where you spend a lot of your time. So maybe it's um, maybe if you work uh, at a desk, it's on your computer screen. Or maybe what else is another example? If you're I don't know where else we don't have we don't have too many spaces. We don't have twelve rooms. <laughs> where where would you guys spend a lot of your time? I think at a desk is a lot is a place in the bathroom. You yeah, we we do have a bunch of affirmations on our bathroom mirror as well because you know you're brushing your teeth or washing your face and you see you see the, those words and it's such a great feeling to be filling your mind with those positive messages. Then, because I feel like your mind, for some reason, and maybe it's a girl thing, Drew, you, you can help me out, but for some reason, our mind like naturally leads to the negative. So we always have to be conscious of of changing that around into a positive. Our mind that so our mind naturally goes to negative. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's it's, it's odd. It's like it's such an odd concept, but I think mm-hmm. it's true. I think it's it's a lot easier for us to go negative. Like you can think of like the news, for example. Sometimes people get enraged when I talk about how negative the news is. Mm-hmm. But then like sit there and watch how much crime and how much disaster. Like they'll give you three minutes of something positive. Mm-hmm. Then like back to the recent murder that just happened. You're like you know like we don't watch because it's so negative. But if you I think people thrive, unfortunately. Like, we thrive. If you look at a, uh, some type of post. Oh, you know what was interesting? So, we talk, told you about the Dodger game. And there was a guy wearing an Atlanta Braves jersey. And he was kind of playing up to the crowd. And he was like... He did, he did a really good job because, of course, they were they didn't have any points. And Dodgers were up by six. And he's, like, working the crowd, like, dancing and playing it up. Continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was a completely different angle that I was covering, but what I meant, what I wanted to say was when he started, he was started that kind of yapping at the crowd, and they were talking back and forth, and then the Dodger fans were like booing him, like boo. So, all, like instantly, there were so many people like attracted to that. Like it was like anger towards him just because he had a different jersey on, and like it, it was it was fun in a way. But some people, like people behind us, were like really angry at this individual, and it was like almost like a domino effect. People would like. Instead of watching the game, and the, the Dodgers were winning and doing well, so instead of watching the game, everyone's attention went to this. It wasn't long, but it wasn't a long period of time, but it was like instant, like our eyes just went to that, and there were people yelling and angry and arguing, and I just thought it was interesting because there's so much positivity going on, and in an instant, our eyes just went straight to what was happening in a negative type of way. So, But we see that on social media as well. Mm. Like if someone puts up a post that, is uh, negative sometimes, like they call it clickbait in the online entrepreneurial world, and they just put up something negative so someone will click on it to see what it's about. So I think it, it is natural to go to negative for whatever reason, so we have to continue to remind ourselves and find ways to be positive. Mm-hmm. But what I was meaning is 
that 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 guy at the game you were talking about, he attracted that. That's what he wanted. Right. And he got exactly what he attracted. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah, he loved it. Yeah. He had his phone out and he was recording. Yeah. And like he was, yeah, it, it was it was good fun overall, but they had security over there. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, they had some, like I said, angry individuals. The people were drunk and... It was just like it wasn't a great scene, but the guy did a good job. They, like he was, they were hugging some of the Dodger fans. So, but it, but it was still like it felt like there was a lot of negative energy around that situation. Yeah, I was like this. Was like, the game's over there. <laughs> Watch the game, Dorothy. <laughs> you see that guy? You see him? Stop pointing, Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy rarely watches the game. I watched a lot of the game. You decide, like, what's the outcome of your day. So this makes you feel really powerful, that it's in your hands. Well, I mean, it is. And I think that if we understand that happiness is a choice, and I think success is a choice, and, like, your state of being is a choice, you get to decide every day. And when we put that control in someone else's hands, like, I have a, I'm having a horrible day because this happened. Well, I mean, how much can you control? And if you're not in control of it, then push it aside and, and and focus on what you can control in your life because we can always focus on the negatives or the things that drag us down or we can focus on the positive. And that's why we're talking about affirmations because that's what affirmations do. They continually remind you of the things to be grateful for or to be thankful for. So it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Or, or continually remind you of why you're successful. Like that book I just read called, what was it called? The Soul of Money by Lynn Twist. Amazing book. One of my favorite books already. And I've run, read quite a few. And it talks about what your success is. And your success rarely has anything to do with money. Sounds a bit contradicting as we talked about abundance and finding pennies on the ground and feeling successful. But it's the state of mind and it's the state of being. And you don't have to have millions of dollars in your bank or hundreds of thousands or maybe hundreds of dollars. Like one of the book mentioned Mother Teresa, for example, on how she raised millions of dollars for other people and didn't keep a dime. She didn't have any money. On, she didn't have any money on her. She always believed that God, her faith would prevail, that she'd have shelter and food and that's all she needed. But so there's, there's all kinds of different situations where we can find that it's not money. And we also know that money, if we can, if we get more money, it doesn't make us all that much happier internally. You're not like, ah, you could be like, oh, I just got a raise. And then a few minutes later, you buy a boat that you can't afford. <laughs> and then your bills go up and you're back to, begin- back to <laughs> the beginning. So it's yeah, definitely- it, it is like this cycle and I don't know like where it comes from or, or how it's evolved, but it's just this natural human, <laughs> human. <laughs> human cycle that is like you like get a better, uh, you get a better job. And then, it reminds me, sorry, I just got this mental picture. I was at a conference once and the speaker was saying how you're always chasing the carrot. Like, it was just this analogy he used, but doesn't matter. Always chasing this carrot around. So, at first the carrot is, need a better job. So, you're chasing this carrot around, need a better job, need a better job, need a better job to make more money, make more money. And then once you have the the more money, like, make more money... Then you need a better house. I need a better house. I need a better house. Bigger house. Bigger house. So you're chasing the bigger house. Then you have the bigger house. Well, I need a fancier car to go with my bigger house. So I need a I need a new car. I need a new car. Like you're always chasing. Then you, then you get a car. Well, I have the house. I have the car. I need a wife or, or a partner. So then you're chasing that. And then you have you're married. You have the house. You have the car. And then it's like kids. Now you're chasing that, right? So you're always like chasing after this carrot and it doesn't matter like how much money you have or 
how big your house is or what car you drive or you're always going to be chasing it mm-hmm. if you're not internally happy with, with your, you know, yourself. Well, there's yeah. nothing, and there's nothing wrong with setting goals or, or achieving or wanting, wanting to have more. But if you don't find that happiness where you are, then you're going to always be looking for it somewhere. Mm. Yeah. I like, I think that's what you're saying. Yes. And I think the, I really like the quote that will always stay with me. It says, wherever you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. And I think we go, we go, we go on vacations, we move houses, we move towns, and we think that our cities or provinces or countries, and we think that that's going to solve our problems or that we're going to be happier starting fresh or starting new. But it's our problems are our problems. They're going to keep caring, continually chasing us until we face them and, and make a, a positive change in our lives. Mm-hmm. You guys, we're out here. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Bye, guys. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post stuff there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge to challenge whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.